here we are at the end of another year. You know what that means. Yep, two nobodies will give you a list of their favorite games that they played in 2021. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Gamers Podcast. I am Sergio here with my lovely co-host Drew. Drew. I'm here too. <laughs> 2021 has been kind of a weird year for video games where it really yeah. doesn't feel like a lot of games came out, but a lot did. Yeah, uh, there were, and, some, there, and a lot of good ones too. I mean, it was yeah. still not, uh, it was not a terrible year, but yeah. you know. So uh, just like last year, we decided let's make this list of games, yeah, the best games we played in 2021, not necessarily that came out in 2021. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of games too that we probably would have played, like I don't know, Ratchet and Clank or Return or Deathloop, were only available on the PS5. And neither of us had a PS5 for most of the year. At the time, yeah. Yeah, until recently when your boy got a PS5. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look at me. I got a (laughs) PS5 and an Xbox Series X. Oh, whoa. What console wars, baby? This is a a house of love. Fucking. It's huge. That's one thing. And I opened it. I was like, dear God, this thing is massive. I did not expect it to be so big. Oh my God, uh, so yeah, so um, I'm actually gonna do these a little differently because there I've played I've played a couple games where I like them a lot, but I really really put them on my best of list. Uh, and la- last year we each had ten, and then this year I yeah. can really get to like eight, and then you have like four or five. Yeah, like I mean I I just honestly here's the thing, guys. Um, I don't like video games. That's that's the secret. That's my secret cap. I don't like video games. Uh, I just play the same three video games every every day. Um, it's Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, and Lord of the Rings Online. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have time to play new video games. Okay, I'm sorry. I yeah, gotta so... grind. I gotta I I gotta grind like 30 hours to get a fucking drop in Destiny 2. So forgive me. For not playing, uh, what it takes to best game of the year, game of the year, uh, it takes to okay, uh, fucking doll simulator 2021. I don't know, like, <laughs> bitch, I'm yeah. out. <laughs> your time is valuable. And... Yeah, my time is valuable. I have to spend it on like five year old games, twenty year old games. Okay, like, come on. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna start off with. Uh what I consider probably the worst game I played of the year. Um, this is a game that I probably won't recommend to anyone really to play. Um, and that's Square Enix's Marvel's Avengers. But this is a list of our best games. Why are you talking about a bad game? Because I played it. And if I had to spend 25 hours on it, you can spend about uh, me talking about it. <laughs> uh, uh, so annoying. Yeah, this game is not good. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think I've said it before. Where I think maybe we've talked about it before in a little little snippets here and there, but same thing, man. It's like you know where games like make you feel like you're Spider-Man. This game does not does not know how to make you feel like you're Iron Man or Tony. I mean, or the Hulk or Black Widow or Thor or Captain America or Miss Marvel. It's a mess. Um, yeah, I, I hated it. Um, it was a grind to get through, but I played it for free on Game Pass. So. No yeah. skin off my bones. So the only thing you lost is your time. Which I played in the summer, so I had a lot of time. <laughs> a lot of time. <laughs> when you could have been playing anything else. 
Well, there was something really, it was like in between games too. So I was like, I was waiting, I think I was waiting for Psychonauts 2 to come out. And I had just been Psychonauts 1. So I was like, okay, I'm going to play Marvel's Avengers. And I got that through that and then play Psychonauts 2. Um, honorable mentions. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 for me is an honorable mention just because I haven't played a lot of it. I've I maybe put like five hours of it. And it's like, a, it's beautiful. It's fun. But it's not really a game where I like sat down and like, played it you know where i sat down you know, multiple times and stuff like that uh, but it's it, it's it is beautiful and like it is fun to play so that's why it's on my list and then the medium which is a game we both played at the beginning of the yeah, year i'm surprised the medium didn't make your actual list um but yeah i mean but like i mean your other the other games on your list like i mean i think deserve to be there and if you put any more games on there we would be here forever so i mean Tis true. Tis true. Yeah. So I mean, something yeah. has to go at some point. You yeah. Know? Like, and the medium was like the first real next gen game to come out uh-huh. of this year because it was it's only available on Xbox Series X. Now it's available on PlayStation Five. Um, but you know it's ray tracing. It's like the rendering <laughs> of the two worlds. It was really pretty. Um, just short, and then the gameplay itself was kind of like meh. Mm-hmm. It's not really a lot to it. But I had fun with it. I, it's a little spooky. Yeah. Uh, Troy Baker was pretty cool as the villain. All right. So now onto the real list. So uh, we actually have a game in common. So we're going to kind of go back and forth until we get to yeah. uh, the game we have in common here. Um, this is in order. My list, I have eight. So it does go in order from the games. Eight is, you know, you know really good to number one which is like the best game i played this year um so i'll start off uh 12 minutes was a nice little eight hour game or so from um who made it i, I think Apruna or something like that wait Studios. you said eight hours but it's called 12 minutes what yeah, the dude. fuck false advertising so the way the game works is you play as this husband who comes home and he's voiced by james mcavoy and his wife is voiced by Daisy Ridley. So it's, I mean, huge, right? And then um, a cop comes, tries to arrest Daisy Ridley for the murder of her dad, and then ends up killing both of them, Hugh and Daisy Ridley. And the cop's played by Willem Dafoe. So again, he's having like a awesome year. Willem Dafoe. And then when you die, you actually loop back. So it's either going to be, it's either going to loop every 12 minutes or a loop every time you die. Yeah. A lot of Groundhog Day-esque uh, video games that came out this year. <laughs> true. It is true, right? Um, and 12 Minutes was great. It's 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 a little different because it's not it's not your traditional, like, it's all told, it's all played from a top-down view, and it's a puzzle game. you got to figure out how to get out of the loop, you know, what's going on, who are you are, you know, who who is your wife lying to you. So a lot of it's, like, dialogue choices, and it's just it's so fun to get through. Um, and some of the twists and turns are intense. It, it, it's crazy. And I highly recommend it if you haven't played it. It's on Game Pass. I think you can play it on PC. Uh, it's fun. Yeah. It's, I beat it in two sittings, uh, two, like, four-hour sittings with my wife. We both sat down and played together. She helped me with the puzzles and stuff like that. It's um good time. Highly recommend it. Sounds uh, like a fun time. So then, Drew, you want to go with your number four? Sure. Uh, Mine are in no particular order. Um, I don't have, like, I guess a personal um, favorite game that I played. Uh, Well, actually, that's not true. I think one of these games, I think, uh, probably stands above and beyond the rest for me. 
Yeah, it was um, um, Farmer Simulator, right? Yes. yes. Tractor, tractor, Farm- farm, tractor Simulator. Yes. Um, I love growing crops. Um, I love hoeing. Um, you know, you are, you are a hoe. That's I true. am. I'm a hoe. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do an honorable mention because I haven't finished the game yet. But uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla um, is actually kind of sick. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I I was not very. Um, I was not very impressed by uh, Origins. I have not played Odyssey, so I can't talk about it, but I was not very impressed with Origins. Um, but Valhalla has completely, like, gotten me back into, um, like, Assassin's Creed. Um, I love the... I love... I, I, I guess... Maybe it's just, the like, the fact that it's, like you know, you're a Viking, and it's got, like, all of that Norse kind of, like, history and heritage and stuff like that, and I love, like, I love all that kind of shit, you know, I love God of War, so yeah. I'm I'm all into that. Um, and uh, it's just fun to, like, go on raids and shit with your crew and just, like, burn down monasteries and shit and, like, just, just cause chaos, you know? It's, like, the combat's brutal. It's, it's pretty fun. Um... But I haven't finished the game because uh, it's a very big game. It's a very big open world game, so I haven't finished it yet. But I would feel confident uh, at this point. I, I mean, I've probably sunk like I've probably sunk at least like twenty hours into it, maybe thirty. I don't know. So um, I would feel confident at this point recommending recommending it to somebody. Yeah, I, um, play it. Uh, I, I played Origins and I played Odyssey, and I really like both those. Yeah. I, I, and I think if you, I think if you do like both of those games, you are also going to like Valhalla, um, uh, because it's it's kind of just like those, but with it, a little bit toned down. Like Odyssey, I think kind of went a little bit too much with the RPG elements, and I think Valhalla kind of kind of brings it back a little bit, and um, I, I think it's a good it's a it's a good balance of um, of uh, mechanics and RPG elements and stuff like that. So. Um, that's gonna be an honorable mention for me, and then uh, I guess the first actual game on my list uh, we're gonna talk about is uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, and I actually played this game and the original game uh, this year as well to kind of compare and contrast um, both of them. And man, it is oh god, I like I, yeah, it, it's crazy how how little it took for me to fall in love with this game. Like as soon as I heard. Barrett's sexy, sultry voice. I was just like, "Oh, oh, God, please take me away," you know. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I just I I can't gush about enough about this game. I I, I know that like it, it is kind of weird having like only this kind of section of the game and not like a full, you know, remake of the original. Um, but uh, hopefully that's coming down the the pipe uh, soon, because uh, I I want to I want to continue on with where this game leaves off, uh, just because it's so like what they've done like because in the original obviously the game the original game came out in like 1997, so you had all of these like kind of uh, painted backdrops and uh, there weren't a lot of NPCs you know obviously because of technical. Uh, limitations and stuff like that and like here in the remake Midgar is like teeming with life 
There are uh, all of the setting. The music is so beautifully um, remixed. Um, and yeah, the voice acting is just like top notch. Uh, this is like, these are my like definitive uh, voices uh, for these characters going forward now. Um, and, I, and I think you can play this because I played this before the original. I think you can play this without a real um, understanding or knowledge of the original game. I think they give you just enough to... Uh, you know, so you're not confused uh, yeah. or don't know what's going on, you know? Um, so I, that's going to be my first one is uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I haven't played the Intergrade episode that is exclusive to the PS5 yet, but um, I hope to at some, as soon be able to do that um, and see how that uh, handles and handles the introduction of uh, Yuffie to the remake world. So um, but yeah, Final Fantasy VII Remake, definitely go out and play it. Yeah, especially, I mean, if you're a Final Fantasy fan, you probably already played it, but even if you're not, this will maybe convince you to, like, jump on board the, the series. Uh, so yeah. All right. So my next, uh, I think I got, I got so we can keep up the pace. Uh-huh. I got to do my next two, so then your next one, so then we'll end up matching. Yeah. So I'll do seven and six, and then you can do your three, and I'll do my five, and then our four is the same. Or your, your, yeah, your two, and then my four is the same. Okay. Right. All right. So the next game, I'm not really going to talk a lot about it because we did a full review for it. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. number seven on my list. Again, this is a fun, basically the opposite of Marvel's Avengers. It's more story-focused. There's no grinding. You play as one character. It's really focused. It's great storytelling. It won best, uh, was it best narrative? Uh, Best narrative, yeah. At the Game Awards, and mm-hmm. totally deserves it. I should have won Best Soundtrack, but whatever. Um, great game. Highly recommend it. I, I know you're like, oh, I don't want to play as Star-Lord. I think you should. It's it's <laughs> a fun time. It Again, it's, it's such a surprise to get to play, you know, playing it and then being like, holy shit, this game is actually really good. <laughs> um, number six on my list is House of Ashes. This is uh, the third game in the Dark Pictures Anthology, which we've played a couple of them. We played together. Little, we played, played Little Hope. Little Hope. And then before that, I played Man and Medan. And yes. I I really didn't care for them as much. I thought they were, like, okay. They're not as good as, like, Until Dawn or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. But House of Ashes is definitely the best game that they've made so far mm-hmm. uh, of, of the series. Um, it's the one that feels the most like you're until dawn um it's more action oriented too and it's actually the first one that it it lets you have full control of the camera so there's there there are scenes there are certain parts where it's like the camera's stuck in certain areas but then there will be large elements of it where you're in like a third person mode for the most most part does that make sense yes okay um i loved it it's super scary uh it's super violent uh i played it in one i played it once i want to play it again and I want to do it with everybody because there's actually, I looked it up. There's like tons of different endings. Tons of characters can yeah. die that I didn't know could die. Like, and the main character is played by Ashley Tisdale, and she's. Oh, like, that's funny. It's pretty crazy because it's like it's, this is uh, what's her character's name in in High School Musical? Uh, Sharpay. Sharpay. Yeah. yeah, it's like Sharpay in a video game, fighting these uh, vampire things, and uh, 
it's it's actually pretty cool. Um, and like so, like I played. I think I got the, I think I I got the best ending possible, my my first playthrough. But I looked oh, at some wow. of the, some of the other endings, and I'm like, wow, people could like people I didn't know could die could could die or could become die. bad could yeah. become bad guys and come back and hunt you, hunt you later. So I was pretty like, oh, I want to play this again. And I want to try to get the worst ending, or I want to play with with like our friend group and see what we could, what, how how you guys would play. Because one thing's cool about the dark dark anthology, and they really didn't do this in until dawn, and it wasn't until this series of games where they actually have a feature where it will tell you to switch off before the next part starts. So like, how many players are playing? Okay, four players. We'll tell you when to switch off so you each know which character you're gonna take. Mm-hmm. That makes so. And again, I think there's about four char- four main characters in this one, with Ashley Tisdale being the lead, and they're like her husband. Um, it takes it takes place in Iraq in 2003. So you're so you're her. She's a military. Her husband's military. You play as another military. And then you play as a well, maybe there's five main characters you play as. So you can play up to five people, and it's pretty it's pretty sick. I loved it. Uh, I was surprised because again, it was like I I buy them every year because there's been one a year for the past three years. I was like, oh, it's 30 bucks. 30 bucks for a fun six hour game. Why not? You know, you're at least gonna get like good quality if you know you maybe if you're not curious about the story. This is the first one I was like, this is good. This is really good. All right, so that's it for my number six. So Drew, what's your number three? Okay, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna talk about Final Fantasy XIV um, because uh, it has kind of sucked up my life um, here recently. Yeah, I, uh, every time I, I start playing it, every what? time I, and you you come over sometimes. You start like I can see in your eyes. It just says Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, in I your got eyes. the hunger. I got the craze, man. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more Final Fantasy fourteen. Okay, um, so Ed Walker just came out the latest expansion. So yeah, it's a game that came out in twenty twenty one. Suck it, it counts. <laughs> um, you got me there. But um, yeah, no, it is. Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, I was very hesitant about getting involved in another uh, MMO, um, but after playing for a little bit, I and I and like I was I was cautious because um, people were saying like, oh, like it, it is an MMO, but it actually has like a main story and it makes you feel like a central antagonist and or a central protagonist and stuff like that. And so I was a little cautious about that because having played, like, you know, other MMOs and stuff like that. Um, uh, so I, I, was, I, was just, I was just a little cautious going in. Um, but I'm so glad I, tr- I started playing it because they were all right. Um, you know, it does have a really good main story, especially, like, once you get to um, Heaven's Word. Um, uh, the, the first, like, expansion content. Um, the uh, story starts getting really, really good. Uh, I mean, even like the first like bit, um, A Realm Reborn is is fun going around and fighting all of the different summons and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, it does make you feel like the main character in this giant MMO um, world. And it also does it um, in a way where you uh, kind of like Final Fantasy VII Remake where you don't really need to know anything else about any of the other Final Fantasies. Like, I mean, a lot of the Final Fantasies are separate from from every other game. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially this one, 
you really do not need any prior knowledge going in about, um, you know, um, any of the other games. Um, and but there's just some nice Easter eggs, like if you've if you've played some of the other games um, occasionally. Um, and uh, so is this is this is this MMO canon to the Final Fantasy? Well, I mean, they're all like canon to their own universes, if that makes sense. Um, like they're all they're they're all kind of separate from each other. Um, but this one actually does combine a lot of the uh, a lot of elements from other games, though. Kind of like the materia system from Seven is here. Um, they've got triple triad from Final Fantasy VIII. Um, so um, they do combine some of the some of the elements from other games, but um uh yeah and and the community like yoshi p yoshi p i'm so glad you're directing uh final fantasy 16 man because um this is awesome uh the community is great uh very welcoming engaging and helpful um and i mean there's a reason that like uh they won best ongoing game and best community support at the game awards so like um I know I know it seems like a high cost of entry, right? Um, you know, to get into an MMO because you have to uh, not only buy the game, but then you have to like subscribe to it, right? Um, but I would say if you're on the fence uh, about it, like if you're interested, but you're like you're not sure about it, I would say, um, and and if you don't have a lot going on in your life, like if you're not already playing two other <laughs> MMOs, um you know concurrently i would say go ahead and just jump into it and um and especially if you're fi- again especially if you're a final fantasy fan go ahead and jump into it um it will more than make up um the time investment and the money investment that you put in i feel like so yeah so Final Fantasy 16, you got delayed like six months from a reveal. Yeah, I know it is. Uh, it's sad, but uh, I, I just I, I know that it's in good hands uh, with uh, Yoshida-san. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I, I will wait. I will wait for that man. I will wait. Seven years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, if it, if that's what it takes, I mean. <laughs> All right. So my number five game on my list is it takes two game of the year year award winner uh again game awards um i don't have an issue with it takes two winning i thought it's a great game it's in my top five obviously i think but pretty much these top a addy have all like between an a minus to an a plus plus and uh it takes two is in that a plus area um it's a fun game. I love it. I love the different aspects to the game where, like, one moment it's, like, a shooter. One moment it's, like, a dungeon crawler. One moment it's a fighter. You get to play with, you know, a loved one or a friend or whatever. It's it, it's so good. Um, I highly recommend it. I know we talked. I've talked about it before in multiple episodes, so you probably mm-hmm. heard me talk about it for a long time. Uh, again, highly, highly recommend it. It takes two. Great time, great time, great time. Uh, so that takes me to my number four and your number two, which is what, Drew? It's going to be Resident Evil Village, baby. Yes, sir. We talk about this game to death, too. Yes. Well, uh, a lot of these games we have, by the way, yeah, most of these games we have reviews for. So if you want any further thoughts on them, 
go listen to those episodes. Uh, but but stay here and finish this one out too. Yeah, 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 for um, sure. That's but, a good uh, good uh, synergy right there, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, Village we did a we did a full uh, review on when it came out. Um, yeah, God, I mean, improved so much. Like it kept the stuff that I think worked in in seven, but improved on pretty much um, everything else um that needed to like the inventory system mm-hmm. uh brought a lot of the elements it ha- it definitely has like you can tell where they 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 look to resident evil 4 for inspiration on a lot of this stuff because they brought the merchant back um and it's in a creepy it, village <laughs> yeah and and yeah the whole the whole european setting of it all and um yeah. i want my dlc give it to me capcom yeah we're still waiting on the on the dlc capcom uh you know but we'll we'll wait we'll wait for it but and and obviously i mean this game kind of like took the world by storm with um you know lady d and all that um who won best voice actress also at the game at awards, the game awards so, so um you know so um yeah i mean like it, it's got a i mean I, I don't think you should expect anything more at this point. It's got a bonkers story, but um, <laughs> I mean, that's just Resident Evil, baby. Like, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun playing this. I had a lot of fun replaying it and going back and trying to finish some of the challenges that I didn't get. And yeah, I played it twice with, as well. Like, yeah. Like running through with infinite ammo in the Magnum is just like, oh my God, it's so much fun um just like one tapping every single enemy in the game basically you know like uh it's so much fun um yeah resident evil village great game great game uh, i mean it got nominated for game of the year so i mean yeah. i i think it's like one of the few resident evil games to be like that critical i mean they obviously didn't have like the game awards show like back when you know resident evil 4 came out or like you know all those games but i mean the fact that a resident evil game is being nominated for game of the year is pretty you know that's pretty remarkable honestly yeah dude it's it's a sick sick game i love it i love it so much yeah um i've actually been wanting to replay it too <laughs> it's yeah. the, i know I, I was just thinking that i was like maybe i should re-download it <laughs> you know but then i remember i have like you know all these uh, Final Fantasy 14 to play. Yeah, I got Final Fantasy 14. And when you got Final Fantasy 14, you don't need nothing else, you know? <laughs> just not, just getting Final Fantasy 14 and Destiny 2. That's all I <laughs> Uh Number three on my list is Psychonauts 2. Yeah. Now, this was a game where I said this was probably my game of the year until another game came out and took my game of that came out in 2021. Uh, but yeah, Psychonauts 2. Again, there's a full review out, so I'm not going to really yeah. spend too much time going on and on about it. But uh, Psychonauts 2, man, great game, great level design, really great this characters. Was be game of the year, you know. Yeah, like, I did too. I was on. I was on the Psychonauts 2 is gonna sweep the end of the categories. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want? Well, do you want me to do my number two? My number two yeah, before we get. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The number two. Again, this is a game that did come out in 2021, so yes. it will be the best game of 2021 in my opinion, but not the best game that I played in 2021. Is Halo Infinite and. Mm-hmm. Like we said earlier, go listen to a review that should be out just before this episode. So you only got to go one down. Uh, Halo Infinite, great, great time. Back Halo's back, baby. Let's go. Uh, Master Chief's back, baby. Cortana is not back, baby. Uh, woo, Halo. 
<laughs> that's the that's that's just the review. It's it's just uh, forty minutes of Sergio saying Halo, woo. <laughs> yeah, and then I start singing Halo by Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I'm so uh, so happy that it was actually so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, like I said, it's in the review. Spoiler alert: If you're not if you have the review yet, um, is actually a game that I, I it's a Halo game that I would want to go back and play, which I have not had that urge for the last couple of Halo games, so. Yep. Yep. 343 lives to fight another day. (laughs) All right. So, Drew, do you want to do your number one? Yeah, I will do my number one. And I I do think this was the one I was talking about when I said, um, I think there is one game on my list that stands above the rest um, in terms of um, the games I played, and that is Ghost of Tsushima. Um, This game is beautiful uh i mean like i i definitely had like okay maybe not so much with final fantasy 14 but like i definitely had moments where my heart got tugged in final fantasy 7 remake uh-huh. um I, not so much my heart getting tugged in resident evil village maybe another extremity or organ um <laughs> The but game, uh, the game jerked you off, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ghost of Tsushima definitely, um, definitely got in my heart a little bit um, with the story. I mean, the, everything about this game. Like, um, the only thing I would say is like the open world stuff. Depending on how much time you spend in the open world, can detract from the pacing of the overall story. Um, but I think that. Um, like, I, I think that the entire package as a whole, like, the combat is super satisfying. Like, once you get, it's kind of like the Dark Souls, like, once you get into a rhythm, you're just, like, you're just countering and, like, hacking people, like, Mongols' limbs off left and right, you know? Um, the, um, and yeah, the visuals uh, are beautiful. The, the soundtrack, it's mostly ambient soundtrack. There's not a lot of, um, there's not a lot of, um, like actual orchestration, I guess, you know, um, but, um, what's there is great. Um, and I really want to, I really want to go back and, uh, maybe, maybe not play through the whole thing again. Cause it did take a little while, but I want to at least try it and see what it looks like in the Kurosawa mode where it's like the black and white, um, yeah. mode. And, um, and also uh, fun fact, this was the first game that I've ever platinumed, actually. That you so, got all the... Yeah, I got all the trophies. This was my first platinum trophy on, like, a, on a play... I mean, I've, I've gotten, like, 100% on, like, an Xbox 360 game before, but I've never platinumed a PlayStation game before. So this was my first platinum. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm really, I'm really, really excited to go back and do the, uh, the DLC the Iki Island um, stuff and see what that's about. Cause I've been hearing that it is, uh, it, it's kind of, it's kind of just more goes to Shishima. It's more fun, you know, f- more fun side stuff to do. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, like, I really hope, I, I don't know if, if sucker punch is, is going to do another one, like a sequel to this. I don't know how they, I don't know if they would or should, you know, because I, I feel like that may be tempting fate, you know, to try and top this. Um, 
but um, at like as it stands, I think Ghost of Tsushima is a killer um, IP uh, for Sony uh, for and and for PlayStation. So uh, that is my number one game of 2021. Yeah, so I also played played it. I didn't quite get through with all of it. I got through most of Act One. Um, this is again, I, I agree with like it's probably the most beautiful looking game I've seen in a long time. Um, it has some really emotional moments, but just that open world stuff, man, it's just is way overwhelming. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, you know, I did enjoy a lot. Like some of the the sites quests do have some interesting stories to them, uh, like self contained stories. Um, it just, yeah, like it it sometimes um, gets to be, yeah, you you get bogged down sometimes with yeah. it, and. Um, and it kind of takes away from the kind of the seriousness of the main story sometimes, but yeah. Yeah. And one thing I hated, and Sony's doing this again, is <sighs> they so they had a director's cut going to come out for mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima, which would included a PS5 patch um, to make you know update it to another whatever to make it like for the PS5 ray tracing and all that. Um, so I didn't know that at the time. I was like, oh, I want to play Ghost of Tsushima. So like, oh, I could just buy it. It's probably like forty. 30 bucks right because it's been off for over a year and you actually can't buy it on the store and they don't have them in stores anymore either so my only way to either get ghost of Tsushima was to go to like a like a movie trading company and find it you know mm-hmm. and that really pissed me off because i had to spend 60 bucks for a game that's been out for a while now mm-hmm. and they only did that because they don't want you to buy Ghost of Tsushima, they want you to buy the director's cut. Yeah, they want you to buy the newest version, yeah. which, yeah, they're also doing with Uncharted. Uncharted. They took Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy off the store, and now you can only get the bundle. Yeah. So. Stupid. And Death, I think Death Stranding also, they did the same thing. <sighs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, well. Um, I might I might try to get back into it, but I just really couldn't get into it. Um, I played it, so. To each their own. I think just for me, I'm not really... I, I like so open-world games, but for the most part, it's just sometimes it's a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. All right. Kind of funny, because the next thing on our list is sort of not really open-world, but does have some of those elements where you have different side missions with little self-contained stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number one game that I played in 2021 is a game that came out in, I want to say 2019? Control. Would they come out in 2020? Uh, no, it came out in 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I played it this year. Um, did I play it this year? Well, yeah. it's on your list, so it is. Def- I, I did. I played it this year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Control is probably one of the best games I have ever played. Uh, I highly recommend it. Please play it. Uh, it's so much fun. Um, it's uh, yeah. So I played it this year because this year they actually had a, a Xbox Series X upgrade. version upgrade for free, um, and it came with all the DLC and all that stuff. And the the DLC one came out one came out midway through 2020, and then one came out at the end of 2020. So then in 2021, when they released the bundle, you got the DLC, the game, and you got the upgrade to the next version of the game, the the next gen. Nice um it, it's a beautiful looking game it's so fun it's so weird you basically by the end of the game you feel like you're a jedi um you have a talking gun it's it's 
so bizarre. <laughs> um, and then the expansion, I really dug the expansion pack, so I'm excited to see where the world, the Remedy universe is going to go, especially with Alan Wake 2 coming out. I'm hoping they kind of incorporate mm-hmm. more of the connected universe stuff that's throughout the games. Um, it's still a game that you need to play. Uh, yeah. it's one of the maybe by the time Alan Wake 2 comes out I'll have played it <laughs> oh, that, that's like two years from now man <laughs> you can you can it, it's not a long game either that's what's crazy about it it's it's I, I think I can you could probably beat it in under 10 hours um and that's just the story like I said there's side missions you can do but something this you know what really bugs me a lot about a lot of these big open world games like a Far Cry Assassin's Creed with Ghost of Tsushima or Spider-Man or God of War is a lot of the side missions are repetitive. Mm-hmm. Same thing over and over again. Um, a, a good side mission game, like a good open world game for me is like a Batman Arkham City or an Arkham Knight where the side missions aren't as repetitive. So there are some that do repeat, but then you get a lot of variety in terms of like villains or whatever. Um, and Control, it's side missions, like none of them are the exact same. It's all like doing different things like you got to collect um random objects that are haunted or something and then you got to bring them all together and you end up having to fight this giant monster because because all the objects come together to make a monster it's crazy stuff like that uh or you got to like stare at a a refrigerator make sure so it doesn't so you don't so it doesn't release something or whatever it's crazy stuff um control man one of the best games i played has one of the best levels i've ever played in the ashtray maze Ha! So awesome. Like words can't describe it. Uh, and I think that's pretty much it for our lists. Uh, maybe next yeah. year we'll actually have a list of games that all came out in 2022. With right. How, with how, <laughs> with how, nice? how stacked 2022 is looking out. Uh-huh. Um, hopefully, yeah, God of Starfield, God of got, War, God of War, uh, Forza, not Forza. Um. Horizon Zero West. Horizon, uh, yeah, Forbidden West. Forbidden uh, West, yeah. We got. Um, so is Final Fantasy 16 coming out next year? I guess ah, maybe. Shit, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's just like, oh, hey, we're gonna have another trailer, but that trailer will, will be delayed until the spring. Yeah, and the game will come out sometime in 2023 or 2024. Um, uh, the sequel to Breath of the Wild uh, will yeah. be out next year. That'll be out. Um, uh, Maybe, maybe we'll get the Resident Evil DLC. Maybe Resident we'll Evil get, DLC. Maybe. Hopefully. Maybe we'll get. You know, there's also some random games that we may not even know about right now that are in the works. They'll just come out. You know, like, yeah. a, Tomb, like a Tomb Raider, Splinter Cell. Um, Xbox. Where's my Fable news? Fable. Yeah. I don't where's my Fable gonna, update? I'd be I'd be very happy if a Hellblade came out next year, but we'll see. Um, so yeah, I think next year's gonna be stacked, and hopefully we will we will be past the point of having to talk about the best games that we played in 2021, and more so just the best games of 2022. Of 2022, yeah, yeah. All right, so nice. you can actually listen to us and talk about most of these reviews. We're like most of these games we reviewed um, here on the Game Writers Pod. Listen to us at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Drew, where can they find us? Where, where can they connect with us on a personal level? Um, well, if you want to connect with me on a personal level, uh, pizza is always good. Uh, <laughs> I like a nice bourbon. Um, love Disney stuff. Um, and also, just come talk to us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. We're on Twitter at the G Raiders Pod. 
Um, and probably going to be closing out 2021 with some maybe like cool memories and stuff like on there or just kind of a review overall of the year um, as it stands. Um, and uh, just want to say also as we're closing out another year, we yeah, we celebrated our one year anniversary this year in October. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been kind of crazy. Uh, we were just kind of doing we're just kind of doing this as like a fun little thing. It's not serious, really. Uh, but just want to say thank you to everybody who does listen and does like check out all the episodes and stuff like that. Cause it does mean a lot. Yeah. Um, I do. I do love you all. Yeah. Um, especially you, Devin. I know you're listening. Yeah. Um, especially <laughs> um, you random person on the, I love you, uh, random person that's listening. You're in like your in car a, on the way to work. You're like in Megamind where the guy's like, uh, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. Random citizen. <laughs> Um, Mega Mind, severely I, underrated. I think everyone should rewatch it. I have it. not seen Mega Mind actually. Oh yeah. my! You haven't seen Mega Mind? Shit! Let's make this a Mega Mind podcast. <laughs> I was gonna say, we are now a Mega Mind uh, theory crafting podcast, <laughs> uh, appreciation podcast. There we go. Um, all right. So yeah. Um, I mean, I think that about wraps it up for this episode. We will uh, see you guys in 2022. Yeah. Next year, baby. Woo! It's here. Happy New Year. Now. Go watch Megamind. Hey. <laughs> Go watch a, a, a freaking, like, 12-year-old movie. Hell yeah. Woo!